0: Welcome to Nuggets Nation, where you'll find the most up-to-date news, stories, and information about the Denver Nuggets and their organization. Brought to you by your host, Ethan Hinschel. Hey everyone, welcome back to episode 6 of Nuggets Nation. This is where the exciting stuff gets to start happening. So I'm going to give a recap of games 1 through 4 for the Nuggets so far and just break down each game what players played well and where we could see improvements and just overall positives and negatives so to start game one tuesday night against los angeles lakers who the Nuggets swept this past spring in the western conference finals to go to the nba finals not only that obviously there was a lot of trash talk going on during the offseason and leading up to this season including preseason so to just start at the top Obviously, the Nuggets ro- raised their banner, and that was really cool to watch on TV for those who may have been at the game. Even cooler to experience that in person. But overall, um, that was a super cool experience. It's a fan to watch. I thought the players really enjoyed the moment. You could see the smiles on their face. And not only that, but the rings looked awesome. The players were showing them off during the cameras, during pregame. Jokic, Murray, Aaron Gordon, Michael Porter, they all looked so ecstatic to have those rings. KCP got his second. Um and overall, it was just an awesome night from start to finish. Obviously, obviously they won, which made it even sweeter. But from the ring ceremony to the tip-off, it was an awesome pregame for the Nuggets and well-worthy for all those fans in attendance. So now let's break down actually like what occurred during this game. So the Nuggets had their traditional starting five lineup of Jamal Murray, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Nikola Jokic. Michael Porter was back from his ankle injury. He obviously is not 100% yet. And, but overall the starters played well, um, Jokic played well, Murray played well. I don't know if there was anyone who really didn't necessarily play super well in the lineup to start. I know that Michael Porter did not necessarily shoot the ball super well. However, he provided really good value to the Nuggets because he really showed off his two way ability in game one of the regular season and played really good defense. He is tall, he's long, and he moved his feet well, and guys could not just get right by him, which is a great improvement and things we'd like to see for Michael Porter. I do believe he showed that off last spring as the season ended and as the playoffs started and they had their playoff run, so I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that Michael Porter will continue to get better on the defensive end. He is going to be a fantastic two-way player in this NBA. There's zero doubt in it. The contract he has absolutely proves the value of why he can become an excellent two-way player. Overall though, um, when we look at the team as a whole, they started the game really well. They got off to a great start. Jokic played really well in both halves. Obviously, Anthony Davis, he also played really well in the first half. He did not play well in the second half. I don't really know what the Lakers' game plan was going into the second half against the Nuggets there. They cut it really close at the end of the second quarter. They closed the last two minutes well. um, And... AD really was not aggressive at all in the second half, which was kind of shocking considering the success he had in the first half against Jokic and the rest of the Nuggets defense because the Nuggets play as a team defense. They don't just like leave players out in an island to guard others. So Anthony Davis did for sure have his way with Nikola Jokic. Not to say then Nikola didn't have his way on the other end of the floor because he did. Nikola Jokic played really well in that first half, whether it was shooting, distributing the ball, or getting to the free throw line. He did well, so that was awesome to see. Um, and then, really, we didn't see a ton of the bench, to be honest. We saw Reggie Jackson. We saw a little bit of... We saw some Christian Braun and a little Peyton Watson and a little Zeke Naji, and that was kind of it. We didn't really see other guys. I know some guys got scrub minutes at the end, but that was only a minute or two, so I'm not really going to count that in terms of significant overall minutes towards the game. But overall, the game, I thought was a real positive. The Nuggets won, which is obviously important. I think it set a tone for the season that maybe not everyone recognized, but I do think an avid basketball fan and just watcher that you see the importance of winning your opening night rematch against the team you swept in the Western Conference Finals, you're getting your rings. It's just, it's a statement win. And those people might not want to call it that, but I'll call it that. It is a statement win. And for the Nuggets looking forward from this game, obviously they knew they were facing the Memphis Grizzlies on Friday night. So they had a few days off in between. So they probably were going to, push themselves pretty hard especially for the fans tonight and they did and that was super cool coach Mike Malone was back so that was great um and really not too many negatives to take away from tonight's game which is thankful uh Michael Porter could have shot the ball better and obviously we didn't really see too much of the bench the starters played pretty top heavy minutes which is all right they're not going to play that throughout the season as we've seen in the other games this year so far so yeah I thought Night one, off to a great start. They won, most important thing, and you know they're one and zero. So moving on to the next. All right, so game two, the Nuggets faced off against the Memphis Grizzlies Friday night on the road. Game game one of their forty one roan games this season. Obviously, the Nuggets could have anticipated having a slight letdown as this was. The first game after the ring ceremony and banner raising and oftentimes teams have a bit of a letdown and it's understandable just because they had such a high and now they're just coming to a normal regular season game. So unsurprisingly, the Nuggets got off to a bit of a sloppy start. But before I dive into that, I just want to quickly cover the Memphis Grizzlies starting lineup because it's not the lineup that you're probably accustomed to seeing. They have a few new faces in there due to a suspension and a trade. So I'm here to introduce that lineup right now. So, in that starting lineup, they have Marcus Smart, who's their new trade acquisition, Desmond Bain, who was there last year, Jaron Jackson, who was also there last year, and won a defensive player of the award year, really talented, Xavier Tillman, and Zaire Williams. That starting lineup, The first three guys I mentioned have great NBA experience. The latter two do not have a ton of great NBA experience. The Nuggets, for sure, had an advantage here in terms of NBA experience, which overall led to them winning this game today, I believe. As I mentioned earlier a few minutes ago, the Nuggets got off to a sloppy start. That sloppy start was due to a few reasons. The first was the Nuggets were not shooting the ball well. The Grizzlies were playing aggressive defense, and they were doubling Jokic. I'd argue those were the three main reasons the Nuggets were just not playing well on offense to start the game. Due to that, they struggled a bit defensively early on. Fortunately, the Grizzlies were also missing shots, so they were bailing the Nuggets out on defense a bit. They were just lacking to communicate super well to get rebounds, I noticed on one or two possessions. And not only that, but the Grizzlies also missing shots in a way kind of affected the Nuggets because they didn't have the urgency to score because they weren't getting down a ton of points. At most, they got down like 2-4-6 to four to six at the sort point in the first quarter. But the Nuggets really found a little success when they started to drive the paint, or drive to the basket, and be aggressive, and get points in the paint. So, Michael Porter, once again, did not really shoot the ball well, which was disappointing but not the biggest deal because it's two games and guys are going to go through a bit of a slump to start the year or not even to start the year throughout the season at points and he's also didn't play a single preseason game so this is just game two for him since June and it takes guys a little time to recover from an injury so remember to be patient with him and he's going to start shooting the ball well just give it a little time his ankle is still bothering him so the three best players in today's games that I thought stood out in the nugget side of things was jamal murray he had 22 points he had five assists he shot seven of 17 from the field and he made four of nine three-pointers then nikola Jokic had 22 points 12 rebounds seven assists he also shot eight of 14 from the field and then reggie jackson had 16 points six assists shot seven of 13 from the field and two of five from three-pointers so I'm going to break down what those players did well to get those stat lines and such. Obviously, a stat line does not represent how well a player played or did in the game. It's just a small fraction of the reflection of how they did. Some argue it's a bigger st- important to just look at stats, but I watch the game and I also look at the box store to give you guys an accurate recap of what happened and not just cuz if you just look at the box score, guys can have inflated numbers if they scored some garbage points or just missed a few tough shots that were two seconds in the shot clock, so their shooting percentage is a bit flawed. So I want to tell you what these guys actually did well. The first was Nikola Jokic was obviously the best player in today's game. He had 22 points, 12 rebounds, and 7 assists. He really did everything well. He distributed the ball well when he was getting doubled, which was important. And here's one thing that's important. It's a bit of a caveat. He could have had a triple-double. And part of the reason he didn't was the Nuggets were not shooting the ball well in the first quarter. So when he was getting nubbled and passing, oftentimes that pa- that ball was being passed again. So obviously he can't collect an assist on there. But he is the primary reason that the Nuggets then scored that possession because he, he passed the ball out the double and created a four-on-three advantage for the Nuggets because there were two guys guarding him and he was out the play now. So there's four other Nuggets and three other Grizzlies. And the Nuggets can move the ball well and get the open shot, which they did. And once they started to do that, they found a little bit of a rhythm and kind of found themselves in this game. Um, From there, though, Jamal Murray. Jamal Murray... Shot the ball pretty well. I know some might argue he shot less than 50%, but the shots he missed were really tough shots, and some of them were with like little time left in the shot clock. So you got to take that into account in terms of the difficulty of the shot that he is taking. And not only that, but Memphis, as I mentioned earlier, they were playing really good defense, and they have a really good defensive team. They're going to have Desmond Bain, who's a really long and tall defender, Marcus Smart, who's an excellent defender, and Jaron Jackson, who's also an excellent defender. And pair that with Xavier Tillman and Zaire Williams, who are also two tall, long players. You have a really good, tall, long defensive team. And the Nuggets for sure experienced that. Part of why they did well was rebounding. The Nuggets rebounded the ball pretty well this game. Though there was a lack of communication on certain possessions, they rebounded the ball individually well, I'd argue, not as a team necessarily. Michael Porter had seven rebounds early into the game, which was quite impressive. He was still providing value, though he was not shooting the ball well. As I mentioned in the first game, he didn't shoot the ball well. He played good defense. He rebounded the ball well. Those still matter to a team, and he provided his value. Once he starts shooting the ball well, and he provides good defense and provides good rebounding, he becomes a really scary good player and probably borders potential all-star this year and might make the all-star team. wouldn't be surprised if he continues to rebound the ball this well, play defense this well, and shoot the ball like he's been known to shoot. And then finally, Reggie Jackson. He had a really good performance off the bench, really gave that bench unit a big spark, He had six assists, which to me stood out. He was moving the ball well defensively. And I think we have an answer a little bit on the defensive unit. The second rotation, what it's going to be is that they're stunting Jamal Murray with that unit. So Reggie Jackson is coming into the game around the six-minute mark. Jamal's coming out. Then it's Jamal, Reggie, Peyton Watson, Christian Braun, and Zeke Najee. I actually really like that second group on the defensive side of things. I know Jamal and Reggie Jackson not together is not ideal. However... Peyton Watson, Christian Braun, and Zeke Naji have been playing really good defense together as a unit, and that has allowed them to have the backcourt of Jamal and Reggie not play B so well on defense. So in terms of offense, though, for that second unit, Peyton Watson's playing excellent to start the year. He's cutting super well. He's running the fast break tremendously well. He knows when to run the lane. He's excellent at defense. His athleticism is showing. He can cover a lot of space and ground on the defensive side of things. Zeke Naji can also get switched onto a smaller guy. He moves his feet well. He's long. He can block shots. He's rebounded the ball pretty well. He's aggressive. And finally, Christian Braun. He's also playing really well. Um, he had a good game. Game three of the season, he actually had a better game, the best game he's had so far. Um, and. This unit, the bench unit has provided a good spark and has given Nuggets fan trust and optimism that they're going to have a good bench unit, arguably better than last year. All right. In game three, the Denver Nuggets had game two of their road trip against the OKC Thunder. The Thunder were also 2-0 going into this game like the Nuggets were. So this was a pretty interesting game leading in. The Thunder had been playing pretty well up to this point in the season. And it was their season opener, if I didn't already mention that, which I believe I did. But overall, the Thunder are a young group, and they have plenty of areas to improve upon. But this game, for them, was kind of going to be like, all right, let's see where we are a bit. Because these are the defending NBA champions, and they're making another run. So let's see how we stack up against them. So for those that are not familiar with OKC Thunder, I want to run through their starting lineup. So they have Shea Gillis-Alexander, who is an excellent player. He is an all-star, and he's an excellent player player for them to lead their team. They then have Josh Giddy, who was the first-round pick of theirs a few years ago. They have Chet Holgram, who was their first-round pick not this past summer, but the previous summer, but this is his rookie year because he broke his foot last year and was out all of last season. He is a really intriguing player. I'll get to him in a little bit. They then have Jalen Williams, who played last year, in Lou to round out their starting five. That was not 1 through 5 positions. I was just going through the way I wrote it down in my notes, so I'm sorry about that if you think that's 1 through 5. But the Nuggets starters were the same and this is night 1 of back to back. So the Nuggets for sure wants to get off to a good start which they did. We anticipated this being a high scoring game as both these teams had had really good offenses going into the year so far. And OKC had not played the best defense, but their offense was lights out, so we expected a high scoring matchup and that we kind of got. Michael Porter had his best game of the year. He shot the ball really well. Michael Porter shot 8 of 14 from the field and 4 of 7 from 3 for 20 points, shot over 50% from 2 and from 3, which is really impressive. Not only that, though, he still rebounded the ball well and still played defense really well, which, like I alluded to in Game 1 and Game Two's recap, is that if he can provide rebounding defense along with the shooting, he's such a good player, and for, them, for him to be their third or fourth best player in that offense provides tremendous value and just really takes the Nuggets to another level, a level that we saw in the spring and a level that they could get even scarier, which is a hard thought and hard thing to realize is that the Nuggets can get better if Michael Porter gets better. Like Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic are probably about as good as they're getting, but Jamal Murray might get a little better. But if Michael Porter gets a lot better, which he could, the Nuggets get to be a different animal and a different beast, kind of like the Warriors that we saw. So that's really exciting if you're a Nuggets fan to think about and to observe as you watch the games. Um, Nikola Jokic played really well again. Nuggets for sure, focal point and strategy going into this game was for him to attack Chet Holgram. Chet Holgram is a tall guy, but he's not as strong or as big as Jokic in terms of body mass and weight. So the Nuggets knew that they were gonna have a massive advantage in terms of just size down in the paint, and they did. Their first two buckets of the game, Jokic just went at Chet Holgram and got easy points and from like a foot or two away from the basket. And you could see that Jamal Murray was looking for Jokic early in the game to feed him inside the paint because they knew that they were going to have to bring help for Chet because he couldn't guard Jokic one-on-one. Not to say that other players in the league can, but there was a tremendous size mismatch here in terms of weight comparison, and they were going to attack it until the Thunder really did something else. So from there, I would then say the third best player in today's game So I mentioned Porter, I mentioned Jokic, but Peyton Watson. Peyton Watson was really impressive. He had 17 points. He played really good defense. He had a really nice athletic block on the defensive end. And not only that, but he caught really well on offense. He ran the lane really well in transition and just overall in their half-court sets. He knew where to be on offense. He has continued to shoot the ball a little better each game. And... I think we can all have really optimistic hopes for Peyton Watson this coming season. He can provide great value. He can be really similar to uh, Bruce Brown, who we lost in the offseason. And I think the value that Christian Braun, Peyton Watson, can bring can truly replace the value that Bruce Brown brought. And the fact that they're two different players brings value in itself is that you have two guys who can emulate Bruce Brown's game, kind of, and now you have two instead of one. So that's tremendous value right there. And overall, the Nuggets won. They blew him out they shot the ball exceptionally well. I didn't really see a negative in today's game, to be honest. There were no injuries, so that's always a positive. And the starters did not have to play big minutes, which was awesome. To me, that was one of the biggest positives from today's game was because they then have to go and play on Monday against the Utah Jazz at home, which is going to be tough home game. It's potentially a bit of a trap game. The Jazz are not as bad as their record necessarily. They have good players. Lowry Markkinen's really good. And Jordan Clarkson's also a good player. And they play the Nuggets tough. Um, So that'll be a good game. And it's the second night of a back-to-back, which is always tough. And Game 1 was on the road. Game is at home now. But, But they really can be up to the challenge. The Nuggets are looking to repeat, as I've mentioned, countless times before. But before we really... Detach too much from this game. I just want to highlight Christian Braun. It was his best game of the season. He played really well. He had 13 points, seven rebounds, seven assists, and he had no turnovers. The no turnovers to me was the most impressive part of that stat line. I know the assists and the rebounds are awesome and the points are pretty good as well, but having no turnovers is tremendous because we can't have the defensive bench unit turning the ball over because we know offense is going to be a little tough for them. So turning the ball over leads to easy points for the other team. It also messes with the flow and rhythm of our offense, and we can't have for that. And good offenses good offenses don't turn the ball over. So the fact that our bench unit isn't really turning the ball over is really good. And going into game four against the Utah Jabs, the Nuggets are looking really good. They're trying to go for an O at this point, if you're listening right now, and I do believe they can. So it's really just gonna be up to see whether the starters can perform like they did again. Peyton Watson, Christian Braun have performances like they've had recently. Reggie Jackson can provide good value. And if those three guys off the bench are providing good value, and Zeke's doing his job, and Jamal Murray's also coming off that bench and stunting, not like coming off the bench, but coming out that starting lineup early and stunting with the bench and doing his job, you really have a group of nine right there, because we don't have a fifth rotation guy off the bench, because that's Jamal Murray, you have nine guys who are playing well. And early in your year, that's important because then we can slowly mix in our rookies like Julian Strother, Hunter Tyson. We'll even get Julian Justin Holiday into the mix because he did sign, and I do believe the Nuggets are going to want to give him minutes, but it's about getting into the mix, getting him into the right game to give him success. And just overall, good things for the Nuggets are going to come soon. They are 3-0 right now. Obviously, game four is tonight as I'm recording but I have such great confidence in the Nuggets they're off to a tremendous start and I really do believe they can repeat based on how they've played so far they just got to stay healthy which is going to be the main theme for them all year but I look forward to giving you guys a recap of game four as it happens but as of now I just recorded on Monday evening so I will give you guys a recap of game four tonight after the game is over and I will publish tomorrow all right I'm here with a recap of game four The Nuggets just beat the Utah Jazz 110-102. to Nuggets are 4-0 to start the year. They are off to a phenomenal start. They are the only NBA team to be 4-0 so far this year. So that is a wonderful statistic that they have going for themselves. In addition to that, they have also played two road games and two home games. And they have won both. And really a lot of positives to build off from week one. Not too many negatives, if any at all, to be truthfully honest. The biggest takeaway is that the Nuggets are looking ready to repeat as NBA champions. They're coming out with aggression. They're coming out with passion. And they have the professionalism of players in that locker room to win another NBA championship this coming year. However, I do want to break down the game tonight we all just watched. For starters, Nikola Jokic had a triple-double. That was awesome. It's his second triple-double in four games so far this year, so he's well on his way to being in MVP contention once again, hopefully winning his third MVP. Not only that, he shot the ball 12 of 16 from the field for 27 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. He played really well. The Nuggets really felt the loss of him when he was not on the floor during his time tonight. The second-best player... or arguably the second best player tonight for the Nuggets, what I would say was Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon had 21 points, 7 rebounds on 10 of 12 shooting. Like Jokic, he shot the ball exceptionally efficient. And not only that, but with his efficiency, him and Jokic combined for 22 of 28 from the field, which is really impressive for 48 points, 17 rebounds. So when you have numbers like that, in pairs of front court teammates, you're going to win most nights. Not only that, but the Nuggets actually really struggled from the free throw line tonight. So with their struggles at the free free throw line, they still were able to come through tonight in a positive manner and get the win. But before I break down the free throws, I just want to touch on another player who played well, and that was Jamal Murray. He didn't have his best shooting night tonight, but he for sure had his best playmaking night of the young season so far. He had 14 assists to go along with 18 points and shot the ball 7 of 19 from the field and 3 of 7 from 3. So like I said, didn't shoot the ball the best, but he made his impact on the playmaking side of things, as well as just orchestrating the offense on that first and second unit. Finally, Christian Braun. Christian Braun, he had a season high in minutes tonight with 30. He shot 4 of 8 for 9 points, 8 rebounds and 2 assists, active on the boards. And on the glass, we like to see that. That's kind of going to be his role. If he scores, that is awesome. But the rebounding and defense for him is really the most important aspect of his game for the Nuggets coming off that bench unit. Some takeaways that I want to get into for today's game is that the Nuggets shot 7 of 17 from the free throw line. Yes, you heard that correct. They shot 7 of 17 from the free throw line. One of the worst free throw nights that the Nuggets have had in probably a long time, that equaled to 41%. It was bad. Really bad. And they still won by 8 points. So if they made 5 of those free throws they'd miss, they'd have won by 13. So as long as they won, it doesn't really matter, but we would like to see those free throws get better. I do think tonight was a little out the ordinary. They went through some rhythm stretches where they had no rhythm and Just overall, it was a bit of a sloppy game, to be honest. But from three, they also did not shoot the ball super well. They were 9-28, which equaled 32.1%. And then from two, they shot the ball as a team, 47 for 84 for 56%, which is pretty good. Porter played 19 minutes. It was kind of odd, a season low for him. He played less than half the game. Really interesting. Hopefully, he did not re-aggravate that ankle or just injure anything else. This also could have been a way for Christian Braun as he got 30 minutes tonight as a way for him just to get more minutes and more action. And Coach Michael Malone wanted to give him a bit of a breather in Michael Porter. But I'm curious to see... What his press conference says about that, because I assume someone is going to ask a question if they don't. It's a bummer because I'm really curious as to why Braun played 30 and Porter got 19. I do understand the value in it because Christian Braun is going to need to close some games at some point this season. Michael Porter is not going to play a full 82. And not only that, but he needs to provide starter minutes at some point this season just when guys rest like KCP, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, etc., From there, Aaron Gordon, I believe, also had his best game of the season so far. Granted, we're four games in, and he did play really well on Sunday, though it didn't necessarily show up in the box score like it did today. He played really well, and for him, playing really well means being active on the glass, getting rebounds, pushing the ball in transition, making the proper pass in order to Pass the ball up the floor in an outlet manner, running the lane well, cutting well, and getting good and easy dunks. And he did all of that tonight, which is why I'd argue he had his best game so far. Alright, so that's a bit of a recap of games 1-4 through so far in this young season. The Nuggets are 4-0, which is awesome. And if you haven't already, please make sure to hit subscribe to my podcast because one of the first 500 subscribers that follow my podcast and follow my TikTok will have an opportunity to win a free Nikola Jokic jersey. This giveaway isn't going to be going on for much longer, so please make sure to subscribe while you have the opportunity to do so. I look forward to catching up with you guys next week, and go Nuggets!